Hey there, I'm Heather Mulder, a former AmLaw 100 partner who, just five years into my legal career, found myself teetering on the edge of burnout. Instead of becoming yet another burnout statistic, I decided to redefine success on my own terms, enabling me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating the challenges of two kids, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness. And I'm now on a mission to help lawyers do just that. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both life and law. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Well, hey there, this is Heather Mulder, host of the Life in Law Podcast. And today we are getting into three practical tools for how to regain your confidence. Because let's face it, y'all, we make mistakes, we fail, we don't always achieve the things we want. And so sometimes we need tools to help us regain our confidence, to get that confidence back and get going. Today is the second part of a five-part summer series. These are shorter episodes. They're not as long as my regular episodes that are just oriented towards practical tools to help you live a better life and succeed on your terms. And so I thought that the second one was really important to come in and talk about how to get back on track when you don't feel so great about yourself because things aren't going as well as you'd like. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how to do a mid-year goal review to help you achieve your goals, to help you finish strong. And sometimes, you know, we have to get pretty real when we do that. And we don't always find things we want. Sometimes we find that we didn't do as much as we could have, or we didn't do something we should have, or we made a mistake and we need to regroup and learn something from it and move on from it. And that's hard, y'all. And it can really beat up on your confidence if you're not careful. And so that's why today we're coming in with these three tools. So before I hop right into them, two quick requests for you. Number one, I ask that you help me grow this podcast by doing one simple thing. Go to your favorite past episode, and you can do that at lifeandlawpodcast.com forward slash episodes. Find your favorite one. There are sharing buttons on there. Click the right button and just tell people what it is in one simple sentence that you enjoyed about the episode. You would be doing such a big favor for me by that one simple act, and I would so appreciate it. Number two, if you are enjoying the episodes and you haven't yet given me a rating and review, I do ask that you go do it before you forget. I would love to hear from you. I read every one and they tell me it helps with being found. So it would also help me out tremendously. Okay, let's get right into the three practical tools that you can start utilizing right now to regain your confidence when things haven't been going your way. Tool number one is to forgive yourself. So research shows that forgiving yourself is a key component to success. Those who are most successful are able to forgive themselves. And if you think about it, this makes a lot of sense. So think about people who have achieved a lot of things, people that you really look up to, that you admire, that are incredibly successful. The most successful people out there aren't successful because they've been right or perfect. 
They've made a lot of mistakes, a ton of them. They've failed more than once. They probably failed numerous times. The key is that they've learned from those mistakes, missteps, and failures. They've been able to get honest with themselves about the part that they played, about what happened, that they, you know, that went wrong, about what they might could have done differently, so they could learn from those experiences. And they take what they learn, and that helps. It's like a fast-forward button. This is called failing forward. It propels you in onto a more successful path when you are honest with yourself and you learn from mistakes, you learn from past failures. You really can't do that if you're not going to forgive yourself. Because if you're one of those people that just obsesses over the mistakes, it's really hard to learn much from it. And you can't let go. You can't move on. And you're not going to take what you've learned and move on and do something great with it if you're not able to forgive yourself. So this is why forgiving yourself is such an important tool. And yes, it is really a tool. Probably haven't thought of it that way, but it is. So the question is, how do you do it? So when it comes to forgiving yourself, here are a few important tips to keep in mind. So first and foremost, you want, I like to just get out a piece of paper. I think it helps um, when you are putting pen to paper not to obsess over it because it forces you to like just answer questions and keep going, okay? So get out a piece of paper and say, okay, what happened? And just describe it. This is what happened. Then you ask, okay, what was my part in it? You want to be honest about what your part was. Maybe you made a mistake from the beginning. Maybe you didn't plan appropriately. Maybe you didn't anticipate something. Or maybe something completely unexpected came up, but you acted emotionally. Something that you played a part that made it worse or exacerbated whatever end result you got that you didn't like, okay? And then ask, okay, how do I feel about this? What emotions are coming up and why? It's important to do this because we tend to bury all of that stuff. And when we bury it, we don't deal with it and we don't forgive ourselves for it. So you want to be honest. You know, how do I feel about this in general? How do I feel about my about this when it comes to me? Am I embarrassed? Am I ashamed? Am I frustrated? Am I angry with myself? You know, what are the words that go with the feelings that you have about the experience? Okay. About it generally, about other people, about the result, and about you. You have to have the you in there. You're never going to forgive yourself. Now, do not repeat yourself or get stuck in the story. Once it's out, it's out. You don't need to keep going over and over it. So this is why I like to re- like to write it down. Because once you've said it all, if you're starting to repeat yourself, you can see it more clearly. And you, all right, time to move on. Then you take responsibility. Admit what mistakes you made. If you identify something you did wrong that you need to go apologize for, identify what that is and go apologize for it. You're actually going to be able to forgive yourself once you do that, okay? That's a necessary component. If it's just that, okay, I made a mistake, but I didn't really realize it, but now I see it, that's fine too. Just get honest with whatever it was and identify what you've learned from the experience, identify what can be learned. This is an important component to forgiveness because you can always learn something. This is called reframing. I've been over this before. And it's really important because it puts your mind into a more proactive, forward-thinking space and allows you to start letting go and to forgive yourself, okay? And then also, another tip, 
Surround yourself with people that you trust who are going to support you. Have mentors, have close friends, have family members, have a coach if you need it that you can go over these types of things with and say, here's what I did. Here's what I've learned. I need your support in this and get the support you need. All right. So that's tool number one and kind of a step-by-step on how to forgive yourself. Tool number two is to provide context. So providing context is about proactively reminding yourself of a couple of things. Number one, that you're not a failure, okay? Failing is not the same thing as being a failure. Making a mistake is not the end of the world. And that we all do this. And that you can learn from it. And as long as you've learned from it, there's no failure involved, right? Remember, those on the path to success have numerous mistakes, numerous missteps, and numerous failures. Sometimes they fail big. The difference is that they remind themselves that those are necessary steps and necessary lessons that they needed to learn along the way. And then they take what they can learn from it and move forward with it. So remind yourself of that. And also, remind yourself that you are not the sum of your achievements. You are the sum of your choices, of your behaviors. And part of that, it means you're not going to be perfect. You're not a perfect person. No one is. But admitting it, getting okay with it, remember, forgiving yourself for it, and then reminding yourself that you get to make a different choice now. Note that providing context is also going to help you with tool number one, with forgiving yourself. So this is going to help create more resilience and help you bounce back a lot more quickly. And note that a key component to this tool, to this strategy, is understanding your values and how to align your life around them. Because they're your inner compass for living a more fulfilling life. And they're the easiest way to get to a place where you're content with your decision making. Okay, and be more confident in who you are and the abilities that you have despite the mistakes that you've made, despite your failures. So be sure to remember to follow those values. And that's another part of this whole you're not the sum of your achievements, you're the sum of your choices. If you're making values-based choices, even if you make mistakes in connection with that, that's okay because you did the best you could. You're learning from what's going on. New circumstances might be changing. All that's okay. Measure yourself against your values, not your achievements. And if you want to go more in depth into this, if you haven't already listened to it, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to episode number 12 about redefining success from the inside out. We go much more in depth into this concept of values-based success and measuring success not based on what you achieve, not on a destination, but on how you're choosing to live your life, okay? All right, so that was strategy or tool number two. Tool number three is to reflect on your past mistakes and failures that led to success. So it's really important to consistently remind yourself that, you know what, I've made mistakes in the past. I'm not perfect. I've even failed in the past. And guess what? I've thrived thereafter, sometimes even because of that failure, because sometimes 
We think of things as big failures, and they're actually meant to be. We weren't meant to achieve those things. We were meant to learn something so that we could go do something different, better, bigger, more aligned with who we are, okay? And so it's important to even have a journal about this. Like, when you fail at something or make a big mistake or mess up, note what it is, note what you've learned, and keep a journal on it. And as you look back, identify, okay, what did I learn there that eventually led to success? How did this actually help me in the long run? How is this actually a a hidden good thing, right? That maybe I didn't want to succeed at that after all, and I now know that identify all of those things. This tool will help put you into a much more positive mentality. It will allow you to use the other tools I've already taught you, really lean into those and truly forgive yourself and truly provide context. These three, if you haven't noticed, really all go hand in hand and can be utilized kind of at the same time as you're going through this process. This is going to help fuel your failures, your mistakes, whatever is going on that was unexpected that you didn't like into bigger successes as you move forward. And it's up to you to find those hidden gems. This is how to do it, y'all. Okay, so this is going, again, to help strengthen your resilience, which basically means bouncing back more quickly. It also helps you to take future calculated risks that are necessary for long-term success. I think us lawyers especially are risk-averse. Now, I'm not saying you ha- you should be taking lots of big risks. In, in fact, I don't recommend that. But I think we get a little too risk-averse and don't ever go out on a limb or do something different. And this will help you to more realistically analyze the positives and the negatives and make a better decision and to take some calculated risks upon occasion. And then, of course, these three tools will definitively help you to rebuild your self-confidence when things haven't gone as you had wanted so that you can get back out there, re-motivate, refocus, and achieve bigger and better things. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I do recommend if you haven't listened to the Redefining Success, you go back and listen to that because that's going to give you a whole lot more on how to live this way. And also, if you have not yet downloaded the Life in Law Roadmap, I do recommend that you grab it because it is step-by-step the top five steps I took to get me from burned out to balanced while I built my career to $2.5 million and beyond. So it's really a great roadmap for how to achieve both success and balance in life, in law. Okay, that's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Life in Law podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode and aren't yet a subscriber, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. For show notes and free resources to help you succeed in both life and law, including the Life in Law Roadmap, visit lifeinlawpodcast.com.